You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network. Everybody and welcome yet again to another episode of your favorite sports betting show. That is right. It is time for the Degenerate Dungeon brought to you by the Glass Cannon Network where a couple divisional round bets are going to happen. Boys and girls, so happy to be with you again. Once again, I'm your host, Brian Hollywood Hagen. A little bit, a little bit, uh, what would it be? Uh, UTW, a little bit under the weather weather today, Um, but that's all right. That's all right, you know. It's been a, it's been a lot, a lot of uh, liquids and emergency going down the hatch and some soup here and there, but we're getting there. I'm feeling better a little bit, but uh, by Saturday, by by the time we're uh, toe taps that pigskin, I think I'm going to be a hundo percent. Apologize in advance if this is a more abbreviated show from your boy here, a little bit less verbose, but we'll get through this with some winners nonetheless. But of course, I can't do it without. My man, Pots and Pants, my better half. It's the Woodman, David Woody. You're muted, Paliendo. Who is muted, by the way? So it looks like I'm going to have to talk the whole show. We can see his face, though. But, uh, yeah, Webb, I appreciate you. Smiley, my man, Pots and Pants, all good. I think we got you now. I think you got me now. Sorry about that. Look at that. What what is this, amateur hour here? A little bit. man, you're amateur. A little bit. I have the I have the AirPods in again. Unfortunately, the um, the uh, the mic that I ordered is uh, arriving tomorrow. So oh, naturally, for this show, yeah, naturally. Right. right. It'll actually uh, they'll be like, hey, you just got bumped up to 11 p.m. Eastern Wednesday night. Oh, thank you. Yeah, of course. Right after the show's over. Can you hear me? Little, we I hear you kind of. We have oh, a little man. problem here. Can you hear well, me? I hear you fine. You look great. Okay. Uh, Web Train says you put on some uh, some colors. Says is he in a tanning booth? I don't know. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe the background is helping too with the ambiance, the purplish. Uh, I I actually think uh, I, I actually think I'm getting like incredibly pale. Uh, <laughs> uh, this might be like wind burn because I had to go outside a bunch today. And, oh yeah, there you go. It is windy as hell. A like cold wind burn. How about that? A sweet threat brings up a good point. Another Nux on display stream from Woody. No, yeah. here's what I've done. I oh, got, side I, hair, side. Put hair. a little, yeah, a little side arm fur hmm. because I put my phone on a little stand that I have off to the side. See. So now, right? But then, no, this is all moot because by as of tomorrow, I'll have a proper working mic and everyone won't have to worry about this shit anymore. So, so apologies for both the site and the sound, but don't worry, guys. We're back rocking and rolling uh, on the next show. And yeah, speaking of shit, Smiley puts it perfectly. Still ill from that Eagles game. Yeah, that probably did it. That's right about when it started. So, you know, put two and two together. Doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that out. Or to figure out to have all your offensive weapons actually move and go places, not just go in the flat and stop running and quit. Look, the team obviously quit seven weeks ago. Well, yes. Seven weeks ago, they quit. And I've been betting against them ever since and making a lot of money. I will say I have not enjoyed one second of it. I hate it. No. No, good for you, though. At least you benefited monetarily. I'm sitting there trying to be like, you know what? Come on. There's got to be... Some kind of light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-uh. Jesus. Oh, 
Uh, the other thing I'll just say, I don't want to rehash everything that happened over right. the weekend, but the other one I want to give credit to is I am officially a fan of Jordan Love. I How about never, it? Look at that. I got uh, the golf on my respect radar, and you come around the Jordan Love all within a, a calendar and a full year. I think I had... Uh, I think I had seen a disproportionate number of his early games before he kind of figured it out. You know, yeah. he's, he's figuring out the league here. Mm-hmm. It may be his third or fourth year or whatever it is, but he's really a rookie. You know, he yeah. never really played before. Um, and so I, I think I saw him a lot early this year and he was not good at all. But even in a couple of their wins, he wasn't very good to be honest, but like, woo, he was good against the Cowboys men. Oh, Dude, man, he threw he one of the most sweet throws I've ever seen, and it was just a regular play. I don't even think people even took notice. He ran to his left, hit, I believe it was Musgrave, a cross body for a first down, Tur- like turned his hips and and threw it literally across his body in like a split second and a beeline right to Musgrave's gut in route to the to the uh, the first down marker. It was unbelievable. He, he he does the he does do some of the things that Mahomes does where with the weird arm angles and the sure. weird off platform shit and falling backwards and all that and still being able to get a lot of mustard on it. Yep. You know? He's not Patrick Mahomes. Don't please No no don't. no no, no. Please, we're not please, please, please. Not not even close. No but, but uh and, and, and Smiley's right about Stroud. <laughs> Include Stroud in that category as sure. well. I watched that whole game and that cat played amazing too. He's fantastic as well. So a lot of great uh you know uh, young quarterbacks coming up in this league. Sure, uh, and we'll uh, see how, how many of them we'll be talking about to help us make some money this week. Because uh, I will be hitting on at least one of those, and we'll see uh, how you will take that as well. Of course, you can find us right here live on Twitch. Uh, Pump to have everybody here with us. Uh, sweet Brett, the best betting podcast in the game. My man, pots and pans, appreciate you, everybody here. Twitch.tv slash GCN Employee Lounge. We have two more Wednesdays after this. Uh, heading into the Super Bowls. We will be here next Wednesday, and uh, we'll talk about the future uh, of the show as we go beyond the NFL season soon. But first, we have some stuff on our plate to take care of, also including the bagels and locks. It's shifty. We don't know when it's going to be. What's it going to be? Last week, did a little primetime Friday night. This week, how about your Saturday afternoon lead-in to some divisional playoff act Yeah, bagels and locks right here in the lounge, 3 p.m. Eastern time, Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Let's break one open, get a little day load going before we go ahead and spend that hard-earned cashish. That'll be fun. Uh, and then I do believe the week after that for a championship weekend, both games are on Sunday, we'll be right back at you, you know, right at your 10 a.m. slot Sunday morning. Mm-hmm. That's how the Bagels and Locks looks right now. Um, but, yeah, like I mentioned, we, we don't know exactly after the Super Bowl uh, what our schedule is going to be like. But And that goes for the pod, too. But we do got news. Uh, I think I will be – doing a little bit of dabbling back in my old Twitch uh, stream. So if you guys are interested in following your boy on Twitch, just search Hollywood Hagen. Twitch.tv slash Hollywood Hagen is how you would find me there. Uh, I do believe I'm going to start up doing some stuff just here or there, maybe some afternoon streams, all that jazz uh, as I have time to do so. But I'm looking to get some steam going on that bad boy too. Used to have so much fun doing that. Did have done some streams here or there. Uh, but I think I'm going to try and put some more time in it after the football season, more like a stream style. Twitch.tv slash Hollywood Hagen. You know how to find your boy. All right. At GCN Sports on Twitter, of course, at Glass Cannon Pods, where you find the nation, the network. Um, yeah, man, weekly review. So last week, after I shit the bed again, week 18, not good to me. And then, man, started the playoffs awful last week for me. 0 for 2 on my picks of the week. 
I don't know how that Detroit Rams game goes under after putting up near 40 in the first half. Unbelievable. That was distraught. Uh, written the, li- the Lions just turtled, man. They just turtled. They just turtled the Rams, really. I mean, they've n- n- neither of the teams really scored, but yeah, the Lions especially. Um, but after our pay dirt prop, Woodman goes one on one on the picks. Our boat, we both hit our pay dirt, though. Aaron Jones just hit it time after time after time again. Puka come through with the game of the century for the uh, Woodman, like our, our boy Charge liked it as well. Uh, for those that got to catch the bagels and locks, so only down three quarters of a unit last week, minus 0.75 for the week. That's the one thing about the show. We go, fuck, man, we really had a bad week, and we're like, oh. Okay, not too not too shabby actually. Yeah, we, we, almost you know, break even basically. Yeah. Kinda. So uh, and mine and mine would have hit to be honest with you, but the Steelers the Steelers should have hit. That pick should have hit. Yeah. Um, well, there's some the, really bad calls. We've had some those. wins that shouldn't have either. So it all kind of yeah, irons yeah. itself out. It, that, it does. It does. It yeah. Out, yeah. But uh, all right. So that is that. We're gonna go ahead and make some. We're gonna get on a plus side and hopefully significantly. I got a funky way to get there, by the way, and I'm gonna talk about that in a little bit. But before we do get down to that business. Sure, I might be down and out, and I'll spoil it. I'll, I'll bury the lead right now. I'm drinking a freaking gallon of water all day, our day. I went during the countdown to this very show, put on some some water in the microwave, tried to do some, uh, you know, Polish uh, uh, tea, because, you know, hey, I'm half Polak, okay? I can do that. But uh, I I must have zapped it for like a minute. I can't, It came out boiling. I put the tea bag in there. Motherfucker swelled and exploded. So unless <laughs> I want to pick stuff out of my teeth as I'm going here, it's going to be water down the hat for your boy <laughs> nevertheless though the woodman he will be partaking in america's favorite segment this week something we like to call what is he drinking a little bit what, of the bubbly what's going down at your hatch <laughs> he literally can't couldn't make tea in the microwave i couldn't do that i do i'm 50 polish and it comes out in spades sometimes i got um well it came out on your picks last week it seems but uh, wow what a total and then it went, you just took yourself out of the screen for a little bit. All right, what do you got? I, I don't know what happened. Anyway, um, you guys have heard me mention this place before. This is a different beer. The the place is Human Robot. They're down the street from me here. Or they have a tasting room down the street from me. Yeah, their, their, main, their main place is in Fishtown here in Philadelphia. And they're really taking off. Like They're one of these ones where they're at the point that these crap breweries get to. And everybody who's listening to this show is going to know what I'm talking about. They all get to a point where they're in such demand, they can't make enough. So they're right. constantly running out of your favorites, you know, and you got to you gotta get lucky maybe to get them. So when I went in last time, they didn't have my favorite, which is that Dreams of Organon, which I love so much. I had on this mm, show a couple of weeks ago, right. I remember, or maybe like a month ago. Um, but this was pretty cool, too. And uh, I tasted it there, and it's really, really good. So I bought a four-pack. Here it is. It's called the Kaleidoscope Moon. Oh, that's funky looking. It's kind of funky looking. It is an IPA. It is a little bit hazy. Um, and it has some nice uh, stuff going on. It kind of has some interesting. Ooh. Ooh. Is that going to tell me my future? It looked like a little tarot card piece. Yeah, it's like a tarot card. Oh, that's got like a, that's almost like, a, that's not as dark as, I like the way that's looking right now. Yeah. It's, it's like a like heavy a, Pilsner. It's like up your alley, actually. There's more up your alley than mine, maybe. But, uh, but it's really nice. It has a bunch of different hops in it. There we go. Take a little tesky. This is the first time you ever had? I forgot if you said. I tasted it at the place. Taste it. Okay, sorry. Giddy up. And oh. how's, the, how's the retaste? So, first of all, 
it's such a this is crushable actually this is crushable man town says nice pour butter thanks buddy it doesn't sit heavy on the palate at all it's it goes down light easy it's not trying to do too much it's not trying to be too flavorful right it's just trying to be good and it's a nice crushable ipa it's got a little haziness to it it's nice effervescence i like a well carbonated beer oftentimes I don't know. It doesn't have to be. I mean, you can give me a pour. So when you something. say crushable, we could crush this and then let out a belch and a half. You could. You could. I won't do that with this inferior mic situation, oh, but it, it could be done. Yeah, right. Yeah. The whole show would be over audio-wise. Uh, good man. Look at that. That is. I, I just get excited to see like new beers. And, and and I'll say, I should mention, on Untapped, I just pulled this up right before. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, like... People like this beer, man. 4.05. That's yeah. Anything over four is like, you know, that's make pretty solid, right? Big time. Absolutely. And that's on like 900 uh, ratings. So it's not on, on nothing, you know. Give you up. All right. So a little human robot. Give us, a, you know, the, the the liquid energy we need here. I'm drinking just Look H2O. Nice. Look at that. It's a funky can. I like it's it like, too. It's like, What's just this? artsy kind of, you know? It, it gives me a tarot card kind of feel. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it does. It does. That, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, we're going to try and uh, tell your future of you winning your bets this week <laughs> in the NFL playoffs, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, I'm not going to be too verbose, but I did think about these ad nauseum. I've been thinking, I did give, I tell you what, the one thing I did for my first pick, I said, if this team is this or over, I'm taking them. And this, they, they were, and I was shocked actually to see how far high they were. We'll get mm. to that first, of course. How dare I even start to hint at what I'm taking before my man Pots and Pans, who is always leading off and playing center field. It's the Woodman with his play of the week, Woody. Well, you don't want to overthink it, and I think it's True. easy to it's it's very easy in the playoffs uh, or just at this time of year in general to kind of overthink the weather. Um, so I didn't go with my, my, um, if I were just basing this on the weather, um, actually I, it might be one of your picks. So I'll, I'll wait and say, no, go for it. Do, do okay. points. I, I, re- I just immediately, I went to nflweather.com, which is a great website. Sure is. And I saw this very, very high wind in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. And I said to myself, man, it's going to be awfully hard. Uh, for them to score a ton of points. Plus, the Ravens don't always want to score a lot of points. They don't really care, right? They'd be happy to win. The Ravens would be very happy to win 20 to nothing. They'd be happy to win. All right. 17 nothing would be like their ideal. Honestly, like Harbaugh, I bet you if you could ask him what's your ideal score in this game, he would say 17 nothing. Do you think he, do you think he would really answer that question that way? He wouldn't answer. What would be your ideal say, score of the game? Well, um, 17 a, nothing, sir. You could give him sodium pentothal, right? Okay, right. Serum. And then see what he would say. But anyway, that, that's not going to be my pick because I think that's overthinking it a little bit. Okay. Okay. They can All still right. score points. It can be bad weather. There's points still to be had sometimes. Having said that, I'm still making a pick, at least based a little bit on weather. And I'm going, I went right to, I saw what the Bucks offense oh. does against a crummy Eagles defense. Mm-hmm. The Lions D is not that bad, but they ain't amazing. That's and they pretty bad. They didn't look great against the Rams for much Lions of that game. Pretty bad, buddy. Yeah, it's not. It's not. They haven't good. looked good in any game. They haven't looked good in a while, uh, or really at all. Yeah, they're not a great defense. Uh-uh. So I, so I went right to the over. I said the over, and then I thought, wait, it's also the only game that's in a dome, and domes this time of year, man, that is points. 
So to me, I'm trying not to overthink this too much. Also, I was pretty surprised that it's only 48 and a half. I think that line tells me that Vegas is saying the Bucks will get blown out here. And so it just won't be close. And then it could that, be. That, yeah. But I like, but I kind of don't think that fits with what the spread is. And well, the thing of, is, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you I, off. I, I just I think, think that, the over hits even if they do get blown out. You yeah, know, because like, the, like, the, like the Lions defense just lets people back in the game. I don't think this is – I, I, look, we just saw an over – basically hit this before half and then didn't move. So who knows what the Lions can do uh, offensively and defensively, right. but still. But, but I'm just saying, too, like I think it's like it's, it's silly to think like only shootouts hit the over. Blowouts no, correct, hit the correct. over, too. Blowouts hit the over, too. The only thing that doesn't hit the over is those tight defensive games, right? So I think this one hits pretty easy, and I love it in the dome. Uh, so that, that's it. I'm, I'm not trying to overthink this first one. The second one I have a little more on, but right. uh, but that's all I got for the first one, dude. I, 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 but two pretty good offenses, not very good defenses playing in a dome. Give me the over. And why is it under 50? I don't know, man. I guess it's the Bucks. They think maybe sometimes they just turn it off. I mean, they scored sure. nine points against the fucking Panthers, you know, but maybe that's maybe it's just the ebb and flow of them. A, a, a dinged up Baker, even though he's full practice. But um, I'll give a couple thoughts on that game later. He but right looks now, pretty good. I think he looked great. He's a, he's a he's a true he's a fucking trooper, man. He, he he's a competitive son of a bitch, and you gotta love that about him. Even you I could never love argue with the guy's toughness. That no. dude is tough as nails. Never. I am going to go where I thought you were originally going to go. I mean, all the things you were saying, you're, you're saying 17, nothing, 20, nothing. Like I, you were completely counting out the, the, the Texans to me there, Woodman. This was the game where I was like, if, if this Texan, if this Houston Texans team is getting more than seven points, I'm yeah. all over them. It's yeah. nine and a half. Take, give me Houston plus nine and a half. Look, they finally got me. I, I'm hook, line and sinker with this team. I'm in. And I'll tell sure. you what, after last week, I'm officially on the train. So much so that I think, and this is not a joke, I think they have a serious shot at winning this ball game, straight up. Because yeah. I, I'm not going to go as far as to make that the pick. You kidding me? I will happily take the nine and a half points. Thank you. But I know the Ravens are well rested, and everyone thinks there's some unstoppable force right now. But I don't buy it. Lamar has a history of like like a a, a serious history of blowing it in 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 the playoffs. Like he struggles in playoff Struggling. games. And if the Texans score first, things could get real uncomfortable, man, uh, for that purple team there in Baltimore. You know what this Texans team honestly reminds me of, like straight straight up, is do you remember that uh, the Titans team that went to New England and beat Belichick when they were in the division round, home uh, number one seed, you know, home home field advantage, and they had a young coach and Mike Vrabel with some young players who had been playing well beyond their means. And it almost took them to the Super Bowl. They ended up, you know, taking the, taking the Chiefs down to the wire. Almost got them to the Super Bowl that year. I think that Houston really, really mirrors that team in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. I see the exact thing happening on the on the coaching side of things with D'Amico Ryan's. And I'll tell you what, they're a legitimate threat to win this outright. So, week one in the very first week of the season before this Houston st- love started, the, the the Stroud love started. Man, could I? be pumped up to go back to week one and get some Stroud rookie of the year action. But uh, Houston lost to Baltimore in Baltimore week one, 25-9. Okay, that's not going to cover what I'm saying here, 9-5. to five. But the Texans, they grew to find quite an identity, and they needed that full season to gel. I mean, they started gelling within the first three or four weeks, but they've really come together as a team since then. And in that game, 
It was 25-9. Houston didn't score a tutty at all. That's not going to be the case this round. They're scoring at least one, I think, multiple. Put a tutter on the board in that game, and they cover. And that's the first game of the year when Houston still didn't know who they were. Baltimore was 100% healthy. You had, uh, oh, man, what's my man's name? The J.K. Dobbins. You know, he was healthy. That's the game that he tore his ACL. So. Yep. The Texans are at least a much better team now than early September when they played that game, and I think they at least keep it to within a double-digit victory uh, for for the Ravens. Give me the plus nine and a half Texans all day. Maybe have some fun with like a Texans, I don't know, Texans chief money line uh, parlay or something. Just have some fun, but we'll see. That's just me throwing it out there. Um, yeah, Smiley puts it out there, say, yo, Houston's defense. I don't know if they're getting enough credit. They could keep it close. But the thing is, you got to realize about these games, and I know the wild card weekend really screwed me up on that on, on that mindset of what I was just about to say, where you got to remember that the, these are playoff games. This is the last game that one of these two teams in every single game is going to play this year. So they're not just going to be like, ah, fuck it, we'll get them next week. They're going to – they should scrape, scrape, scrape for everything they got and I mean, nine and a half is a lot of points for a team with showing great defense right now, great camaraderie, amazing play, player potential, some young, fresh legs. Like, who knows what's going on? That's a great point. Yeah, they and, the, and the, only, the only two teams that really didn't scrape, 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 or try as hard as yeah. they or didn't appear to be trying very hard uh, that I saw were the Eagles and Cowboys. And the Cowboys. Last Ironically enough, you know, Cowboys well, did not, in the, in the first half, they looked. They but even they at least they, at least put up some kind of points later on and showed in some the second, life. In garbage time, they put up points, but it but it was way too little too late. And they looked to me, to my eyes, yeah, like they had kind of given up in the first half there. Yeah, I would like if they, if it's a seventeen point Ravens lead at half, that's where I'm going to be like, ah, shit. But other than I don't, I just don't see that happening. I really don't. But that's I'm, I'm down with Houston so, big time this week. So I just want to say, when I said seventeen, I'm saying that was Harbaugh's fantasy. Oh no, 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 no. I love this pick, and I'm absolutely telling you, like yeah. I, this was almost one of mine. Like this is a great, great pick. Uh, it's just too many goddamn points. They, they're not. Much, they, they're not this much better. They're not this much better. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. This, this really, like, really, this reminds me of that Titans. The way Patriots Stroud team. is playing, the way the defense is playing, the way that Nico Collins is playing. Oh, Nico's my like boy. a true my boy. grown ass man out there. Fuck dude. yeah, dude. He's incredible. And wink, wink, Nico, my boy. Woodman, second pick of the week. Uh, second pick of the week is I'm also going to take a big points. I'm going to take the points here in San Francisco. Oh, and good for you. And and maybe some people are going to be like that dumb uh the San Francisco is an unbeatable juggernaut that will never lose. Um uh, nothing bad will ever happen to the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> okay. Let us not forget, right? This is the team and the coach who tend to wilt under the bright Lights. Kyle Shanahan, famously the offensive coordinator in the game in which the largest Super Bowl uh, deficit ever right. yep. was blown. Because he couldn't. He could not just run the ball. Couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Won't do uh, it. I don't know why. Packers are red fucking hot. Kyle Shanahan is a choker. I am not saying the Packers win this game, but I don't know that even with uh, – listen – the only way that this bet doesn't hit, because it's plus nine and a half, guys. Two plus nine and a half we got going. The only way it doesn't hit, really, I think, is if the San Francisco defense is able to get 
overwhelming pressure with four, without blitzing, pressure with four. Mm -hmm. If that happens, okay, it's going to be tough because Love will get the ball out and throw it away. He'll check down, whatever. But he won't be able to do his thing that you saw him do to the Cowboys, the deep shots, the, 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 those, those out routes that he loves so much, the crossing routes that yeah, those, were dangerous. those guys love to take to the house. You know, um, I think he won't have time to do those things if they're able to get the, the kind of pressure with four that at times the Niners have gotten this year. But I, I think that, I think the, the, the thing that the odds makers are maybe not taking into account a little bit here is that the Packers might have one of the, premier offensive lines in mm. football people mm. don't think about this no they don't. It, it, it wasn't necessarily thought to be before the season started but pretty much all year a lot of like the uh kind of the you know uh the, the ross tuckers of the world guys who played o-line who do analysis now of football right. they've been talking about this boy that's a good o-line they'll mention them up with the top ones uh that with the browns who had a great great year that was that o-line you know and a few others, but I think the Packers O line is good enough that they can protect uh, Love enough to let him exploit some of these weapons and, and keep putting points on the board. I also consider the over in this game as well. To be honest with you, I did consider it. Yeah, I can see that definitely. I can see uh, that even even if it just hits in, in garbage time, right? Oh, it, sure, overs, it doesn't matter. Are fun like away, that, baby. Right? Yep. You always have an out with the over. Like it's a it, oh fuck. It's it's thirty one to nothing. Damn. Wait, garbage time. Three touchdowns. Oh, yeah. boom. Overhit. You know what I mean? So, totally. Uh, so anyway, I I don't have uh, I don't want to go on and on and on forever. I, I have a lot to say more about it, but I think that's enough, right? I've made my made sure. my case. Well, um, it's just too many points. It's too many points for such a red hot team. Yeah. So my second play of the week has to do with this game as well, but it also has to do with the Bucks Lions game, and it also has to do with. The Chiefs-Bills game. You know why? Because I'm getting funky, all right? I'm getting funky this week. My third play of the I week. I want to get nuts. Come on. Let's get nuts. My third play of the week, and I'm not doing easy teasies for the playoffs. We retired that three quarters of the way through the regular season. We did. My, my second play of the week is a three-leg easy teasy, all right? That's what I'm doing. Three-legger, let's go. And I'm... Gonna have to. I'm sorry. Totally disagree with you, Woodman, on this particular game. I Ooh. I think Niners have a good shot of covering that nine and a half. Um, they're the best built team to win the Super Bowl right now, as we speak. But I, I, if I were to pick the game, I'll be honest. I would take. I would lean on the side of of of, of Niners covering by ten or more. Really? But this Packers team, they did show, like you mentioned, that maybe they have that firepower to stick around offensively. Ultimately, however. I don't think they have nearly enough of it to be a threat to win the game. You're talking about no, no, they're not winning the game. No, 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 no. 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 So, so I'm teasing this bad boy down to minus three and a half on the Niners side of things, sure, which sure. still is plenty of leeway, Bob, to hit yeah. both sides of this. That's one of the. By the way, there's a reason why I'm doing a teaser. Why? Because I'm not totally comfortable with the line. So, yes, there lends credence to what Woody's saying with the nine and a half, um, and. Look, I'm going to be tailing that a little bit, too, just to have some fun. It'd be nice to see the Niners win by seven and then look out. We both cover. But yeah. Shanahan's offense, to me, is going to have a field day with that Green Bay defense. Yeah. I get what you're saying about the offense and the offensive line. This Green Bay defense blows, dude. It's really, really bad. And yeah. 
what with the Niners just sitting waiting at home for this kind of a team, I think that you, I, I think the Texans and the Packers are two different kind of hot teams right now. Where the one the Packers are the team that everybody's really like, whoa, just because they got that G on their helmet and they're wearing that uniform that they're like, look out. This is the Green Bay Packers, man. This dude just took over for Rodgers. Like, it's the Green Bay Packers. No, it's not the Green Bay Packers that went deep to all those other playoffs. They don't have a defense, literally at all. Yes, their offensive line is meshing and and staying healthy and playing better. And Jordan Love looks great. But we've seen Jordan Love shit the bed out of nowhere. That can happen again. Let's not – like, they're getting a little too high. I think the Texans, people will be like, yeah, but they're still Texans. You know, D'Amico Ryan's. No, I think they're the ones you really need to look at it more. Mm-hmm. I think the Texans have a better shot at beating the Ravens outright than the Packers do the Niners. However, um, I'll take the buffer down to minus three and a half for the first leg for that. So that's the first leg of the teaser. What are we going to do next game, Hollywood? Well, my man took the uh, the the, the Bucks lions over. Yeah, there's going to be points put up in that game. I think a lot of them are going to be put up by the Detroit Lion and yeah. at minus six and a half, just take that down to a W for me. Uh, minus a half point is what they need to cover in playoffs. Ain't no ties. All right. So we're going to figure out they got to win or lose that bad boy. Uh, what a story. And unofficially they're the team I'm rooting on to, to win it all because I say unofficially because certain future bets I have, of course, uh, mm-hmm. although the Lions winning would win me a nice chunk of change. However, I just have a couple other teams that would win me more, but as far as fandom, it's concerned. Eagles are on the back burner. Yo, let's go. One pride, baby. Go Lions. Uh, shout out to our boy, Peter Blevins, JB. Um, so I don't think I have to – I would man hit on a lot of reasons why there's going to be points put up. This could be a Lions out in front. Buccaneers put up some on the back end. Uh, I just – I this is out of these three, this is probably the one that I think would cover the most. But it scares me. Like, I think what the Eagles did or didn't do technically is priceless for, for Detroit. By that, I mean they provided Tampa a free ride into the divisional round by being a glorified scrimmage team, a practice team on defense, the Eagles were. So what I did, I what I think that did for Tampa is give a false sense of hope uh, of of how that how good they are offensively. Like that's how fucking bad this Eagles defense is. Like, I don't think Tampa had enough of a challenge. In the playoffs, you need that. Like I think they now have a higher feeling of themselves that they probably don't deserve, if that makes any sense. They didn't get a challenge. They didn't, they didn't, they're convincing themselves of, of something that's not happening. They're getting sold wolf tickets. You know what I mean? Detroit, however, they were on point for that first half offensively. And then they shit the bed in the second half, and you learn from those things. For them, that was a health healthy thing moving forward because they'll know how to make adjustments at halftime or at least try. For the Rams, who did the same thing, it cost them their season. They could only get three field goals in the second half. But the Lions are going to be full of piss and vinegar again and having another huge, huge home game. I mean, they, they didn't think that that was going to happen this offseason. Now, after what that crowd was doing, I mean, arguably best home field advantage in the game. I like them to cover the line, like I said, but that's not really their style. They don't cover big spreads. It can't be with that defense. They, they can't honestly – cover always a line like their defense blows too. There's a lot of bad defenses, man. Um, they let way, way, way too many teams get back in, into games, but they're going to win. So this T should literally come down to one game. You know how I say on, on the Bagels and Locks, some of my favorite bets that my co-hosts make are the ones that are parlays that to me are literally boosting your juice just for one leg because I think the other ones will hit. 
which, by the way, on Bagels and Locks, I gave the every team to score an offensive touchdown in the wild card round plus 110. I said that's plus 110 for the Steelers to score a touchdown. That's what that bet is. And I was totally right because they scored one. And that's exactly what you needed to win that bet. And we cashed that bad boy. Giddy up. So this bet to me is literally you're getting the Kansas City Chiefs at plus eight and a half for for uh, on a teaser for plus 160 overall to your juice. That's going to be the last leg of this bad boy. You already know I like them to go all the way. I actually do like them to win this game outright. Uh, I'm not necessarily putting to- like a bunch of money on that because I got futures on both of these teams. My biggest Super Bowl future, a preseason drawing I put on the Bills. So, yes, I'm happy either way on this one. But, uh, hey, if the Bills win by one, I'll cover this bad boy t- as well. However, or one, I'm teasing it. They can win by seven, eight. We're good here. The first drive last week really showed you that Mahomes can still be a demon. Uh, he just needs the receivers to catch the ball. But they have to do it more. You can't just do it once. They have a... A definite top 10 defense, probably top five now, the KC Chiefs, the way they're playing. Excellent they're defense. Excellent My goodness. defense. And they, these these games against Buffalo, whether they're you know at Arrowhead or, or in Buffalo, they're always seem to be a classic. So this is going to be a nail-biter no matter what. You're getting an extra six on top of that, taking this to eight and a half. It always comes down to one thing for me this deep in the playoffs, and it's health. And last week I mentioned how healthy the Chiefs were and how unhealthy the Dolphins were. Sure, it was chilly. I get it. But guess what? You saw those motherfuckers. They needed help, the Dolphins, and they had nobody because they were all hurt. Um, you know, the Chiefs are, bas- are still basically 100%. So you got a hundo percent team out there with the Bills team who are already severely banged up heading into the playoffs. And then did you see them in that cold, rock-hard surface in Orchard Park? They're dropping like flies by the end of the game. They just make a tackle. They fall down on fucking concrete, and they're they're done. So I'm not saying all those guys are out. But, you know, they're they're really banged up. I just think the Chiefs here win this game. But uh, I'll take this, once again, this pillow here of points to get me to a three-leg TZ. We're going. Niners down to – where here, let's do it officially right here. Niners down to minus three and a half. Lions just to win. And Chiefs plus eight and a half. Yo, that pays out at plus 160 over one and a half to your money. So giddy up. Uh, that'll be a fun one. And still with the possibility of all of our picks hitting actually. So that's fun that that leaves that open. Woody, uh, anything to say about a fucking three leg daisy in the divisional round as a pick? Well, there are many words that can be said, uh, but we should, I think limit I ourselves them all. To, well, we're limited, we should limit ourselves to what needs to be heard. And I think what needs to be heard about this is, um, these are very, thoughtful, intelligent picks here. Um, I think a lot of sports bettors, I've seen them. I mean, I was just with uh, a buddy uh, the other night who he just goes on his phone, he logs into FanDuel, and he literally, I watched him. He was like, oh, what do you think of that one? And just and it's it. like some, it's one of the specials, like right on the front. Right. I'm like, oh, see it, maybe. And he's like, all right. Puts in 15 bucks or whatever. I look, that's all he had in his account. He's like, hits the button. He's like, all right, cool. Now we got money on the game. I'm like, <laughs> that's, that's all we're going to think. That's all we're going to think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Five seconds, like no seconds. And just like do the first thing that they recommend. So, yeah, I, I hope people appreciate it. We're trying to give you something a little more thoughtful. I really like this one. Um, I actually. Think, I hope, man. I'm doing a teasy. I would love to hit a playoff teasy, especially and I, and, a three-legger. And I, and I do actually think that it's like, 
one of those ones where we could actually both be right sure. about that Niners game. And then the other two, I mean, those are great. I didn't, I didn't have much of a feel, to be honest, for the Chiefs and Bills. I could yeah. kind of see it going a couple different ways there. It's going to be so fun. It's going to be Bills great. have been so hot. They have the been. Chiefs, but the Chiefs are – the Chiefs in the playoffs have been underestimated a number of times early on. So eight and, and a half for that team. That's what you're looking era. for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. – Early on in Mahomes' career, he was underestimated a lot by odds makers in the playoffs and just crushed everything. No teams winning that game by more than 10 points. I don't think so. You know? I don't think so. And I guess they're calling for snow, too, right? Let me pull up my uh, trusty... Uh, little trusty NFLweather.com. 18 degrees and snowing with 14-mile-per-hour gusts. I'll take the points, baby. <sighs> I think I would take the points. I think you know? I would take the points. That's a smart play. Two teams that, that know this weather are fine with playing in it. It's not like you're talking about, oh, the Miami Dolphins haven't won a game in 50. And like, you know Joe, I mean? let's, let's be real. Like, call me all, just, you call me Joe? Th- those of us who love like fantasy and stuff, like we love – I love Josh Allen. Want to look so at that fun. again? Josh Allen's yeah. super fun. Me, agreed. Like, the dude led the league in interceptions. Like, you can't compare him with real life, real life ability. No comparison between him and Mahomes. It's not. It's not. They're not in the same tier. Agreed. There's Mahomes and there's everybody else. Ability-wise, overall, for an NFL quarterback, you know, in some instances, I'd be like, eh, I might rather have Allen. But yes, as far as like pure utter uh, skill or whatnot, yeah, I agree with you. He's a wizard. Like he can just a pull a rabbit out of a hat. Like he's wild. It's crazy. So wild and uh, crazy kids, baby. Well, love I'm it. glad love you're on board kids. with that. Uh, I'm going to get us on board with, before we get out of here, we are going to each give a little tidy piece. And then we're, like I said, thank you for hanging with us, everybody. We're doing a little bit of an abbreviated show. So a uh, Woodman might not even be done that libation. But it is time for what we like to call the pay dirt prop. Shout out to our boy, Cordy Pats. Uh, we'll be talking about more of these on the Bagels and Locks this Saturday. But for right now, it's, t- it's a Dungeon podcast. Oh, by the way, you listen to this podcast? You like what you hear? Have you told somebody about the show? Please, one person's all we ask. Appreciate that, Safife. Safife? What? Safife. 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 You really are under the weather, bro. I'll tell you what. I think I just made an awesome MC name right there. Yo, I'm going to be Safife. I love life. Everything I say is sufficient. And okay, I'm I'm suffice. Well, let's see if our picks here on the pay dirt props are suffice enough. Woody, who's finding that end zone? I'm going a little chalky. I went I went kind of out on a limb with Puka, who I think in that game was the fifth or sixth uh, most Dude, likely player to score. Still positive was, money though. It was positive money. It was great. I was I was right, and he hit. It was awesome. That was a great touchdown too. He's he's so. Incredible! Good, I love him. God, uh, I'm so glad. I, Joe, I took him in. I, I I drafted him in Dynasty, man. I'll have him for the next five years. So Did you just call me Joe again. I said, "Yo." No, I'm just kidding. Um, Dude, but that's uh, a great call on Dynasty. Holy Christ, you're on point. It was before the season, yeah. Um, so here's what I think. I think that it's smart to take a pay dirt in what you think will be a high scoring game. Okay. And in a dome. So Aha! I'm going to go with David Montgomery. On FanDuel, not DraftKings, you okay. can get David Montgomery at minus 110, regular okay. juice. I love that. I think this is a, a stone-cold fucking lock. I have a full unit on it myself already. Let's I think go. David Montgomery, because here's the thing, dude. 
I love him in the short yardage situations. And how do you get those? Many ways. But one way is pass interference in the end zone. Pass interference in the end zone. They for sure. Yeah, and they don't push-push and all that. They're all, all day. They don't uh, – Gibbs is they out really for that. Touch-push yep. push, uh, Jared, Jared Goff, I don't think. I've never no. – uh, do they? I've never seen them do that. No. 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 They give it to David Montgomery. And he is – David Montgomery is a was a polarizing guy in his Chicago days for fantasy because people like you – watched that he had such dog in him and he was such a fucking beast fighter badass. Yep. Type, badass type and people like me were like yeah but he's not fast enough he's not, I, I like fast yeah. guys I want no, the best 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 running back i've seen breaking tackles in the last 20 years and it turned out that you were right right it just mattered a bit more that he had such dog in him such sure. fight always and he's a beast and they love him in the short yard situation so i think this is a huge uh I, I, you know, I expected to see this at more my, minus one fifty something. Yeah, I would expect that as well. To be honest, so with minus one ten on Fanduel felt like taking the money. Give me the money. That's it. Give him the money, and we're gonna pair it up. I'm gonna do because as always, I'm gonna parlay these two. We won. We had plus. We had two plus one twenty fives last week. Yep. Uh, which and I parlayed them too, buddy. It was yeah, awesome. It was great. And then what I did, I don't know for those on uh, the follow on Twitter at GCN Sports. I went ahead and took Aaron Jones to be the touchdown scorer of the next drive after hitting the first one, and he was. That was fun. That was plus 700 or whatnot. Had a good call. Or plus 500, maybe. He, but. By the way, he's another reason why the Packers might cover that 9.5. He is playing Dude. about as well as he has played in his career. He Isn't looks, that crazy to say? You're absolutely totally right by that statement, though. He looks, he looks phenomenal. So- fast and and ferocious and uh, like slashing you know sometimes you get that second life yeah because you know what he sees this guy what this jordan loves doing is getting him excited again taking him back to the good old days most of the year right so he's pretty fresh he's pretty i'm gonna go here my pay dirt i'm taking us right back to texans ravens you know who i dig right you go to the scoring props and they're all ravens look at these ravens 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 if you go to DraftKings, it's like what is it? Uh, five Ravens in a row before they even give this cat. And I, w- what do we talk about? Look, when we, when Woodman and I, when we fall in love with someone, we fall hard. And I don't need to go anymore. All right here, Nico Collins, plus 155, plus 386 if you pair him up, which is better than uh, DraftKings. Nico Collins, stand alone. My pick is Nico at plus 165 because that's where it is on DK. So, the reason why I have the FanDuel up on the screen for those watching on Twitch is because the two-leg parlay is better here than at DK. It's plus 377. So get a little more juice if you want to do the parlay. You go ahead and you do it here on FanDuel. If you want to take them individually, get his at FanDuel. Mine's going to be at DK. Nico Collins, plus 155. I don't think that I need to go ahead and sell anybody on this, but just in case, I'll tell you what, I can't get enough of this cat. Within the first couple of months, he was adopted into a forever Hollywood guy. Like, just my type of player. His play style is electrifying for a man that size. To do what he does, it's generational. And I know the Ravens' defense is a massive puzzle piece to get through. But the offensive game plan for Houston, it's built through Collins, first and foremost. It's really their only option passing. Not their only option, but their only go-to. Like, you know, time to time to get, get that pay dirt. Time to find that man to get the end zone. Here's the thing. He's a tutty threat. Any spot on the field. It doesn't matter. And if Houston oh, is yeah. going to hang around in this game like I think they're going to, 
getting plus 165 for the receiving target that could be the most active on the entire field. I'm talking both teams. He's going to be the most active cat out there. That sounds like a deal to me. Plus 165, Nico Collins. Tutty for the guy that's, I think, going to be running around like chicken with the head cut off. My man's going to score. Tutty. We're going to take that home. Hey, let's hope those bad boys hit. I'm, I'm bullish on Houston this week. Get him getting a tutty. Get them to cover that nine and a half. And we can get to Saturday night feeling good and already have more dough to play with. Giddy up to that, Woodman. Hey, hell of a show. There's a chance, and I was wondering, there's four games. Is there going to be a way we get out of this show with all evergreen shit? And we do. Everything's alive. Everything's alive here. We could actually bet all of our picks on this whole show, and one does not directly impact another where meaning that it, you you can't you can't win that pick because of this pick sure we do have a little overlap there with the packers uh niners but technically we can get out of here with a clean sweep and that's what i'm looking to do pretty cool um we did not really clash nor overlap right kind of cool it's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. Well, I'll tell you what. You know, it's going to be kind of cool. Feeling better myself and getting a couple brews down the hatch. And I'll tell you what, like a little afternoon brew on Saturday sounds like a larf for me heading into football when these games actually start going. David, what, what's on the tip of your lips there? What are you going to say? Well, I was just going to say next week, there are only two games, right? Oh, so well, you know what? That would be even more impressive if we get out of that I somehow. That would be insane. But I think if I remember it in past years, we have often agreed on a lot in the yes. conference. Well, we also game. we also make a pick no matter what on each game. So, we do. But so I feel like we're on the same side yes, a lot uh, yes. in, that, in that particular week. Just, just, it just I feel like that's happened a lot. Yeah, and man. we've been right a lot. So, uh, yeah, look for, that's look forward to as well. But I think also, um, you know, people, if, if you haven't been around before and this is your first time with us, the Super Bowl, we really do it up. We do what we, yeah. we, we do a little extra. Yeah, do a little extra, especially and for then, the live stream that we do for that. Our bagels and locks for the Super Bowl. Typically, we 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 try and do it. Well, I mean, we only did it one year, but we did it the Saturday night before, and that's so fun. It was but, insanity. But we have a good, we have a lot of fun too on the pod as well. So, uh, so yeah, so Wednesday night's leading up. Let's go. Let's have some fun. Um, yeah, boys and girls, children of all ages. This is the Degenerate Dungeon Podcast. For your NFL divisional round. Uh, once again, thank you so much for hanging with us through the regular season and the playoffs and for chilling with us during this little abbreviated program, as they say. Uh, that's the Woodman David Woody. Woody, have a hell of a weekend, my friend. Have a great weekend, guys. Best of luck. I'm your boy, Brian Hollywood Hagen, saying we'll see you Saturday afternoon, 3 p.m. Eastern time, leading you in to the foosball that matters on the Bagels and Locks. See you then in the lounge. For the Woodman, I'm Hollywood. Everybody, peace the fuck out. Best of luck. Giddy up. Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon. 